hello, hello, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Strictly Business Podcast. I am your host, Philip Dada Jr. And yeah, I'm so grateful for today. You know, sometimes you just have to celebrate life. I make a big deal of, of, of celebrating life, usually on my birthday. But I think we have to have this attitude of daily just celebrating life. You know, just thanking God that we're alive. You know, I can see, I can talk, I can walk. And I don't need anyone's help to do any of that. You know, so many people are out there. They need help to breathe right now. We're under the corona, you know, pandemic everywhere in the world. And it's just like, by God's grace, most of you listening are negative. (laughs) Like, you know, even all of my brothers here now, they don't have it, you know. So it's just like... Thank you, Lord. You know, we just have to because I think when you when you have a, an attitude of thanksgiving, it makes you a positive person. You know, and when we talk about business, like if you're if you're just pessimistic, then you know it's going to throw you off a lot of deals, a lot of opportunities. But when you're uh, uh, optimistic, that's the word. When you're a positive person, it's like opportunities come to you. So praise makes you positive, guys. But yeah, today I want to talk to you about being a boss, not so fast. You know, last time I was talking to you guys about starting small. You know, we talked about first thing you need to do is trace your steps. You know, look back. What's your passion? What what can you help people do that they might find difficult to do and you can just help them? Uh, And then you create a system around that and then just execute it. And you, you know, you start small and then you grow, you know, you start to see numbers growing, things changing, you know, that's how business happens. You know, hardly do you hear of people who start business big from the start, you know, it's usually small, small things. What can you help people do? You know, today I want to talk to you guys about being a boss, you know, in our world right now, everybody is in a hurry to be a boss, to be seen as the Don, you know, the head you know, the top dog in every field, you can find it. And even though, you know, we're seeing egos and things like that, I think that in the world of business, a lot of people that want to go into business or are in business are just in a hurry to be a a boss. And you know, one thing, it's not bad to want to be respected. It's not bad to want to be known for something. It should push you to do the extra work and master whatever you're doing, right? But in the world of business, like you can't really be in a hurry to be in a boss. And there's a reason why you will see yourself fail. You know, I remember when I was young, um, when I was probably about 11 or 12, uh, my dad got like two new cars and he traveled with my mom. I was a very naughty boy. Like I was a problem. Like literally if and I loved just making trouble randomly, like I would hide your phone and help you look for it. <laughs> like I'll hide your car keys and help you look for it. I was just a mess. So I was that kid. My dad got like two new cars. You know, it was a beautiful weekend. He traveled with my mom and we were just in the house. Um, it was just, you know, sunset, everything, you know, was with my sisters, the nannies, everyone were just living life. And then I just thought, you know what? Let me go test drive one of these cars, literally. And I went out and then I took the keys, you know, chopped them in. I waited because I think I had to wait 
in the afternoon because my sister was always usually getting a nap around a certain time, maybe like 2 p.m. So I had to wait till like 2.40. And then I went, got the keys, put them in the ignition. And I was just like, okay. I put my hands on the wheel and I was like, I'm going to do this. I, bearing in mind, guys, I'm like 11 or 10. I have no idea what this is. Like the machine, the system, nothing. I was like, yep, today's the day. Like, woo, you know, put my hands. I started the car. And I think I put, I wanted to put it on reverse and then I put it on D, which is drive. And I matched the clutch and the car went straight into like, uh, there was a pole in front of me and I dented my father's car. Now, this is not abroad, guys. I'm talking about Joss, Plato State, Nigeria. Like, I come from an African home. Like, my dad prides himself in disciplining his kids. My mom... My mom is more of the talkative, like she would talk, 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 talk. My dad, he's more systematic. So he will let you mess up like five times before he approaches you. So if he's to approach you the day you mess up, you know that you've triggered him in a way that, you know, is different. So I didn't know what to do with my life because this guy has not even used his car and I messed up the car. Now, what's the lesson there? I was trying to become something too fast too fast i was trying to be a boss a driver someone who can pull the whip too fast and it was not yet time legally and it was not yet time even culturally you know in my household but i was trying to become a boss too fast and this is the lesson a lot of people push they step on the ignition too quick when they should just press it a little bit. Even if I was going to reverse, I didn't need to just step on it so much like that with so much energy and strength. I could have just done it a little bit, seen whether the car moved and then, you know, progress. Like I didn't need to just step on the clutch. And a lot of you, when you start, you just want to hit the accelerator, hit, you know, and just get on the road. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. You're going to crash, literally. You're going to crash. You, ha you have to start small. This is why I spoke to you guys about that the first time. And if you haven't listened, please listen to episode one. It will really help you. But in the same vein, you don't want to be too slow. So one of the things that makes people slow is they want to write a business plan on the first day. Personally, I don't think you need to. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. And I've seen more than six figures in my business right now. I'm talking Nigerian. I've seen seven figures. Yeah, Nigerian currency, Naira. I've seen that a lot, you know, by the grace of God. But I haven't, like I did my business plan 2020, uh, I think before we had our big event exhibit in January. I think that's around when I did my business plan. I didn't have a business plan starting. And what I did have though was I had, target plans so i had clear set goals if you may but i like to call them targets because i knew what i wanted to make and how much i wanted to charge and what i was going to do with the profit simple just stick to target plans because a lot of times when you do business plans especially when you want to start small when you're not trying to get a loan you're not trying to get some heavy investment you know you're just trying to start small don't bother yourself about writing this business plan that you saw in Harvard. Like, just do what we said and start small, but have your target plan, you know. So write down what, what you want to do with the money you have currently, you know. And this is the thing. If business plans work for you, do it. But I just know that most people are delayed, sluggish, 
because they don't have a business plan yet. And you don't have to put yourself on that. You can create target plans that help you see clearly what you're trying to do with your money and the next steps you would take. So when you make your target plans, the next thing that's going to happen is you're going to make mistakes. You will. And that's fine. I have. I've made several. I've made some investment that, you know, in my words now, I was trying to be a boss too quick. (laughs) I hadn't reached, but I was trying to put money into something that really and truly, I don't have the system and the structure to maintain this. So I don't need to do this yet. I need to keep doing what I'm good at and then, you know, grow. So when you have your target plans, make your targets very clear. You know, don't make too, uh, don't make your plans intimidating, but aim high. So, you know, if it's your day one, don't be like next week, I want to make one million. You're not like, except the Lord <laughs> builds a house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Except you have them supernatural but practically speaking, like you're not. And a lot of times God gives increase based on how you steward. So, you know, in Genesis 2.5, I was speaking about this on my Instagram. Guys, you can follow me at, at Philip Dada Jr. on Facebook, Twitter. I was speaking about how when you steward what you have little, God will literally give you an increase. In Genesis 2.5, literally, the Bible says the Lord God did not cause it to rain because there was no man to till the ground. So God had rain, but there was nobody to take care of the rain. In other words, God has the increase for your business, but until you have the capacity to like steward and cultivate, maintain that, he wouldn't just, he will make you a boss too quick. You know, he won't make you a boss too fast. So you're going to make mistakes and that's fine. You will learn from them and you would know how to adjust. You will. Trust me. Once you make a mistake, once you have one or two people you're speaking to and, you know, you're able to watch, you know, what your competitors or people, I don't even like to call them competitors. I like to call them people who do the same thing you're doing, (laughs) you know, because really and truly, if you're just starting, you're not really going to have a competition because you're not yet established. So like, don't gas yourself, (laughs) you know, just who are the people doing what you're doing, you know, and and learn from them and see, see what you want to do. Now, In making your target plans, um, three things, just focus on three things. How much do you have and how much do you want to make? Who are you going to approach? In the biggest, big, bigger words, they'll say, who is your target audience? But I want to make it very plain and simple. Who are you going to approach with your product or your service? Who? And what are the places? So where are you going to take your product or your service to where where are you going to travel with it where are you going to try now we have social media you don't need to fly (laughs) just post your stuff you know start your page start posting don't mind if it's crap just start execute remember and starting small like you don't have to make everything to the highest standard make your stuff clean you know do something that's simple you know, don't try to be complicated. Just make something simple. I believe when you're simple, it's easier to be excellent. Now, the, the bar for excellent grows when you're trying to be more dynamic. Then, you know, you have to invest more time. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, but when you're starting small, you know, what are the places you want to go? So if you're doing it, for example, a social media, let's say a sponsorship promotion, you know, it usually asks you uh, places uh, people, age, all those things. And it helps you literally, you can just fill that up. And practically speaking, maybe you're going to go to your mom's house 
if you don't leave with them, you're going to go to Auntie Carol's house, Uncle John, uh, cousin uh, Martha. You know, you know the places you will go to talk to them. Maybe pitch your your. Maybe you go to Uncle Simon's office. You know that they need this thing that you have. What are the places you're gonna go? So money, people, places. That's your target plan. Forget business plan for now. And what's going to happen is when you do that for maybe six months, one year, you would know what your business plan needs to contain. When you make a business plan, it will be more realistic. It will be more substantial and you'll be able to like work with it. It won't just be some document that you just made to fulfill all righteousness. It's like you actually understand what you're doing better. So when you make the plan, even if you're not reading your plan every day, it's in your subconscious because you know this is something I have to do to get to this place. You know, when I started fashion, I, I, I haven't studied fashion at all. I didn't know what SS meant, summer, spring. I didn't know about fashion seasons. <laughs> I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know about types of fabrics and quality. I didn't. I just knew I wanted to do this and I was doing it. It was when I was making my business plan, I started to see, okay, when I'm doing this in this next season, this is what I want to do. Bearing in mind, I was doing fashion, uh, supplying people with outfits for like five years before I made it official. Like I said in episode one, you know, next thing I'll tell you to do is spend low. You know, keep keep your expenses as low as possible. Don't try to be a boss too quick. If you hit, let's say, one million uh, uh, naira, or you get ten thousand pounds in your first six months or one year, don't start trying to buy cars and you know buy this and try to now you know make yourself this boss and just wait. You know, give yourself time. Use that money and put it back in your business. Uh, improve the quality of what you're doing. You know, create a better website. You know, before you start buying a bigger car, create an app, you know, uh, 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 learn something, learn a new skill to help you become better in that thing you're doing. You know, for example, I have plans to go fashion school and I cannot wait to do a podcast later on to tell you guys about my fashion school experience, knowing that I've been doing this for a long while without fashion school. You know, I want to actually do a Savile Roy course in England, I believe the, the tuition is about £7,000, which is a lot of money, but I want to do that. But I'm not trying to do that now because I'd rather keep improving my system so that, you know, when £7 is literally chicken change to my company, then I can, you know, do that easily. You know, there's a lot of things. I want to get a bigger uh, uh, office, you know. I want more people to do some of the things I'm doing now, but I need to keep my... Uh, Instead of uh, employing people, I need to keep my uh, expenses low so that the money actually, the company has a lot of money that when I'm doing these things, they are not cutting off our profit. Like we are still seeing a lot of money in a way that when I employ people, I'm actually making more money than losing, you know, because I have to pay salaries. So it's like, keep your expenses low. Like don't try to start hiring one graphic uh, or one a social media manager that that you know you have to pay 120k naira or you have to pay like 400 pound you know uh four and literally you're making that in a month or that's what you're turning over in profit in a week or in a month like that's too fast learn how to do social media you know you be your boss and you be your staff you know so for for don't be in a hurry to be a boss. And another thing that a lot of businesses actually don't do, and I wasn't doing, I realized, I literally started doing this probably about eight months ago only. Businesses don't save. I need to sip my tea. 
it's not just people that need savings. Businesses need savings. Because you're going to deal with people that want refunds. You're going to deal with emergency expenses. And some of those things could be threatening to your entire business if you don't have the money immediately to do. So what are you going to do? You don't have to start running everywhere to borrow. If you have a savings, then you can just go to your savings. Your business, I'm not talking about your personal savings, guys. I'm talking about your company's savings. Your company's savings. You need to save money from when you're starting. Like, not all of your profits should go to you. Like, you can pay yourself a little token, but keep living your your your, your low-income lifestyle and put the heavy profit into your business. All right, so guys, when you do these things, I think that you will organically grow to be a boss and you wouldn't have to like crash the car like I did you know and I'll tell you guys about what my dad did to me in the next episode so stick close I love you guys and yeah we'll talk soon strictly business peace